0: Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 132 of Lean Blog Audio. It's April 30th, 2016, and today's post is titled, Why Would a New Healthcare CEO Kill a Lean Program? Now, back in September 2015, I wrote a post, and that post was titled, Learning to be Lean, an Inside Look at a Rapid Improvement Event. And that post linked to a Modern Healthcare article about a rapid improvement event at Presence Health in Illinois, or at least one of their hospitals. Now, that article for Modern Healthcare was written by journalist Sabria Rice, who had been allowed to participate in the event for the entire week, and that event was claimed to have reduced operating room turnaround time, which, quote, has the potential to add $600,000 of added revenue over the course of a year. Now, of course, potential revenue is not the same as actual revenue, but still, it sounded like a reasonably well-run RIE that showed a lot of promise, but we, we didn't know at the time if Presence was just running some random projects or if they were on more of a ThetaCare path. Now, ThetaCare, of course, uh, the health system from Wisconsin, started out primarily using RIEs to engage people and to improve in the first few years of their lean approach, before they woke up to the fact that they also needed to change the management system and engage everybody in daily continuous improvement. I mean, ThetaCare has been on their lean journey, if you will, for about 14 years now. The program has become pretty much the way they do things, and it survived the transition from one CEO, Dr. John Toussaint, to another, their current CEO, Dr. Dean Gruner. Now, Gruner was promoted internally from chief medical officer because the ThetaCare board wanted Lean to continue. Now, apparently, the Lean journey at Presence Health, regardless of what form it was taking in late 2015, has not survived a CEO transition. A new CEO, Michael Engelhart, took over about six months ago, which is just after that modern healthcare story was published. Now, here's the latest modern healthcare piece. Uh, it was actually written, uh, I think, as a blog on their site by Sabria Rice. It's titled, President's Health Rethinks Its Lean Initiative. Now, Rethinks seems to be an understated headline given what seems to have happened. From the article, quote, former CEO Sandra Bruce brought the concept in 2012. Bruce retired last fall. A Presence Health spokesperson said in an email that it is, quote, in an ongoing process to position all system hospitals for long-term growth and viability, end of quote. Upon evaluation of the lean program, quote, we saw ways to enhance it and align it in a more focused way to serve our patient and business needs, end of quote. I have no idea what that corporate speak of the second paragraph means. They're going to Evaluate, enhance, align. I mean, if Lean wasn't focused on serving their patients and business needs, what, what makes you it begs the question, you know, why why bother? An unnamed source was more blunt in the article, which said, quote, sources close to the situation tell modern healthcare that new leadership was, quote, not a fan of lean, end of quote, and that the program has been disbanded. Now I had one presence health employee connect with me on LinkedIn, and when I asked them about what happened with lean, they wrote, yes, the rumor is true. The breakthrough improvement department at Presence was disassembled as of 4:15." Now, this person had already accepted a new lean role at a different health system, so they probably saw the writing on the wall. Now, again, for modern healthcare, it says, quote, a Presence Health spokesperson did not say whether the system's new direction would still include those week-long breakthrough events, and it sounds like they won't be. So why would a CEO not be a fan of Lean? Now, Sabrina Rice called me on Thursday to get my perspective, as she had quoted me in her article back last September. and we, we had a relatively long chat where all I could do really was speculate about why these sorts of things happen. So let's try to brainstorm them here, and, and you can come post a comment if you like, and in fact, you can see a link to these articles if you go to leanblog.org audio 132. So maybe reason number one. I haven't needed lean before. Well, this is one I heard back in 2011 when I was writing the second edition of my book, Lean Hospitals. One hospital had been featured pretty prominently in the first edition. I mean, They were doing lean projects. They were using lean design to build a new emergency department with better patient flow. That was pretty innovative for 10 years ago. And their main lean champion was a VP who was trying to influence culture change. Now, in my research for the second edition, we, we quickly all agreed to not include that hospital in the book anymore. Now, I was told secondhand that the new CEO had been successful at their previous stops. They were an outside hire. And that lean wasn't needed there at the hospital they had just been hired into. The lean champions and change agents basically all left and went to other health systems. Now, that's, that's sort of what I was thinking of when I was quoted in the new modern healthcare piece as being, I guess, opposed to arrogance. Um, Sabria Rice wrote, leadership arrogance, Graven said, is often another factor. Um, that I'm quoted as saying, People think that through the force of their personality or financial wizardry that they're going to be able to fix a hospital without engaging employees in the improvement. Now, and, and, and I said, I think basically, well, if that's the way they view it, then good luck to them. I hope that's successful. Now, I knew I was being provocative. I mean, not, not all healthcare leaders are arrogant, of course. But there are too many who are, and and compare that to the humility that's a key aspect of Toyota or lean culture. So reason number two, why a CEO might kill a lean program. I don't understand lean. Well, it could be that a new CEO comes in and is pretty ignorant about lean. They don't have any experience with it. Maybe they've somehow gotten the idea that lean is all about cost-cutting, and they're already good at cost-cutting, which probably means layoffs, which is not the lean approach. Now 10 years ago when I started in healthcare, it was a challenge that healthcare leaders hadn't even heard of lean or the Toyota Production system. Now they've heard of it, but many haven't really taken the time to understand what it really is. Reason number three, why a CEO might kill a lean program. It could be, could be lean wasn't making a difference. And it could be that a hospital wasn't really getting good results or sustainable results with their lean approach. Maybe the retired CEO had just paper-thin support for Lean and basically just approved some spending on projects or a consultant. Maybe the RIEs weren't really engaging people. It could be they were just running random projects in the same old broken healthcare culture. A Lean approach is supposed to simultaneously improve quality and reduce cost. And again, cost reduction isn't the primary goal. But if Lean wasn't accomplishing any of that, should they have been more patient or should they have ended this attempt? Now, either way, it's sad to see a hospital give up on lean or to have killed an initiative before it really could have make, make a difference. So what do you think? You know, there's been uh, a lot of good discussion about this on Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm curious what you think from your own perspective. Uh, have you been part of uh, the demise of a lean program or, or do you want to recklessly brainstorm uh, and speculate with me? Again, you can go to leanblog.org audio 132 uh, to see links to the article and to share your perspectives.